buzzer on that beat. Nope. On top of the world, me and my clique. Uh, got it out the mud, now we all lit. This how I feel to be rich, black and poppin'. Fuck your feelings, I can hear the money calling. Yeah, me and my friends. Yeah, me and my twins. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I would like to welcome you to episode 281 of the Unpopular Podcast. This is the man, the myth, the legend, Jalen Hunter. And if you do me a favor, please subscribe to if you're listening. Please subscribe to if you're watching. It definitely means a lot to me. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's it's tough to admit when you're wrong sometimes. Sometimes it's just some, of the, some people just are unable to do it because they just, I don't know. It is tough. Don't get me wrong. It's tough. Nobody wants to be wrong about something. Uh, but I am coming here to say I was wrong drastically about Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. Um, I was wrong. Be- I-, I-, I predicted that Russell Wilson was going to be in the MVP race this year. Uh I predicted a lot about Russell Wilson and the Broncos. Let me first say this, man. So this, of course, is coming off the back of Thursday night football where the Indianapolis Colts beat the Denver Broncos 12 to 9. Not a team scored a touchdown. All of it was field goals. Uh, And the, the most infamous play was, of course, Last play of the game, Russell Wilson, they were in overtime. Russell Wilson and uh, the Broncos were on the one-yard line. I mean, no, they were fourth and one at like the six-yard line or something. And instead of running the ball, he threw it to a completely covered Cortland Sutton when you had Handler wide open cutting it. It was bad, man. It was bad. It was a poor show. That was one of the worst – football games I've seen in a while and this is coming off the backs of the Denver Broncos and the 49ers game which ended what 11 to 10 there's two avenues that you can go and I understand both of them at this point avenue one is Russell Wilson's cooked Russell Wilson is trash uh the Russell Wilson that we saw, you know, at his prime in Seattle is not there anymore. It's it's his second his second like you know how a boxer, right? A boxer usually has a signature move. Uh or it's like a, a maybe a one two punch. What's their second go to? What is their move? Like for instance, uh, Floyd Mayweather, his move was of course the defense. Like you're not touching Floyd Mayweather. But he also had a, a clean right hook. Like, that was his second move, you know? That was the move like, oh, shoot, he can catch someone with that. Russell Wilson's second move, or second, yeah, second move, you can say, was his deep ball. And what we've seen this year is his deep ball has been god-awful. Now, his deep ball has not been as bad as his red zone. Complete. I think he's like two for 18 or something in the red zone. That is crazy. 
But the thing that we praised Russell Wilson for, the thing that he did better than most, if not every quarterback in the league, which was throwing a beautiful deep ball, he has not done this year. At least good. Uh, last year, or Thursday night football, man, he he kept overthrowing people. Like, I don't understand. He kept overthrowing. Like, he kept throwing them to a, decision, a position instead of throwing it to them. It it. I understand the train of thought and the the people that say that Russell Wilson's cooked. I get it. He has not been he has not been the Russell Wilson that we thought he was going to be going into this year. Uh, the Russell Wilson that we're used to. I get it. The whole stupid less ride thing that he said after the, he said Broncos country less ride after the after the after the, after the press conference. Oh my gosh, he's just not there. Oh, it's it, it's been bad for Russell Wilson, man. So I understand, you know, you going on that train of thought. I get that, and I I'm not a I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're right. I'm just saying I get it. Russell Wilson has been trashed this entire this this Broncos offense has been, tr- which by the way was supposed to be their. They're the the strongest unit going into the year has been garbage, like absolutely garbage. You lost to a team that yes they did lose to the um I mean yes they did beat the Chiefs, but it was more the Chiefs losing than them winning. Um, but it, so I get that I get that train of thought. Then I also understand the train of thought and people to say, well, let's look at the factors that Russell Wilson has been dealing with. One thing that is true is, yes, Russell Wilson has not been playing well. That's that's not debatable. His He's been overthrowing a lot of players. He's been underthrowing a lot of players. He's thrown more interceptions these, these, what, four games, five games, and he's thrown, I think, all of last year, I believe. It, it just, it was bad. It's been bad. So I get that. But. Let's look at what's actually been let's not actually but let's let's look at what he what's occurred so far. You go to a team in the Denver Broncos, new team, new system, new head coach, new coaching staff, Nathaniel Hackett and his staff. And you don't get any reps in the preseason like none. And one of the hardest positions, if not the hardest, to integrate is quarterback. Hell, look at Cam Newton. Every single time he has to go into a team midseason, he may have a good game or two, but then he just falls off a cliff. Now, yes, Russell Wilson is better than Cam Newton. I'm not I'm not debating that. But let's look at when Tom Brady got to uh, Tampa Bay his first few games they didn't look good at all yeah he was he was racking up the passing yards but they didn't look good at all it took a, a it took a few games for them to get acc- acclimated Tom Brady to get acclimated with his teammates uh, to get acclimated with Bruce Arians and then boom they took off Super Bowl same thing with the uh, bucket uh, Broncos when Peyton Manning went the first year first few games it was terrible but what is the difference between the Tom Brady situation and the 
the Tom Brady situation, the Peyton Manning situation, and what we're seeing with Russell Wilson, the coach. There's no question that Bruce Arians is a bad coach or was a, was a good coach or not. We knew he was a good coach. We knew, even though he didn't really win a Super Bowl, like, we knew he was good. I'm not even going to say the jury is out. Nathaniel Hackett, to me, is not a, a, a coach. Now, no, I'm not putting this all on Nathaniel Hackett because – and I'm not going to absolve Russell Wilson because Russell Wilson needs to play better. And he even said it from before the whole Broncos country let's ride. He needs to play better. But on top of that, you're dealing with a coach that doesn't understand how to scheme, doesn't understand clock management, doesn't understand time. Here's another thing. Here's another thing. And I'm talking directly to you, Russell Wilson. I know you're not listening, but I'm talking directly to you. You are a Super Bowl winning quarterback. You are worth a quarter of a billion dollars. You are able to audible out of a play if you don't feel the play is going to work or you don't feel the play is the best play to run in that situation. That's why you saw Richard Sherman go crazy damn near at the press conference or, you know, at the end of the game because run the ball. You're not trying to get a touchdown in that situation. You're trying to get a yard. And, sh- and shouts out to Melvin Gordon. I've been talking – I've been – Boy, I've been highlighting his fumble history for a minute now. He didn't fumble the ball. Well, yeah, he didn't fumble the ball. But, bro, Russell Wilson, you can audible out of a play. You can call a different play. Again, you're not trying to score a touchdown right there. You're just trying to get one yard. Why are you throwing? Not to mention the fact that you missed a wide open handler. I don't get it. I get it. You don't want to ruffle any feathers. You don't want to, you know, I get it. But, bro, that's costing you a game. That, I would think something that costs you a Super Bowl, you wouldn't let that happen again. And lo and behold, Russell Wilson, you let it happen again. Which is why, again, you saw Richard, Richard Sherman damn near go crazy after the game. Had PTSD and everything. Run the damn ball. Again, I was wrong about Russell Wilson as far as I thought he was going to be MVP talks. I thought that uh, this Broncos team, even though I knew the offensive line wasn't the best, I thought they were going to get off to a hot start. I was wrong. Now, can they turn it around? Yes, it's only five games. It's only week five at this point. But, man, the Broncos are horrible. And you know what's even crazier about this? The Indianapolis Colts are no better. Matt Ryan has been horrible this year. I think he threw two interceptions and got sacked like six times on Thursday. But they won. So no one's talking about how bad. They're just talking about how bad the game was. They're not really talking about how bad Indianapolis Colts were too. (sighs) 
I knew. I thought I knew that when we talk about the AFC West, I knew that it was going to be. I, I felt it was going to be the Chiefs, and then I thought it was going to be an uh, a, a battle between the Broncos and and Chargers. And boy, was I wrong. At least, at least at this point, the Broncos look horrible, and that's the thing. Like. <sighs> Because of who the coach is, because of what we've seen from Russell Wilson, I don't see this getting better. Not saying they're they're not going to win another game, but I don't I don't see this getting better. It could, it could, but I don't trust Nathaniel. You know, I, I had a lot of people come to me talking about, well, this is how they felt about Nick Soriani. Uh, Nick Soriani before you know this year, pretty much they were saying. And, and last year as well, they were saying that Nick Soriani is a terrible hire. Nick Soriani is is shouldn't be a coach. I understand that, but Nick Soriani has at least shown a propensity to to know who, who his team is and lean on that. He knows that the the Philadelphia Eagles is a run first run first team that also plays exceptional defense the thing that he's starting to realize is oh shoot Jalen Hurst can kind of pass this jump and now that he has a number one and a and a clear number two receiver and the number two receiver is actually good enough to be a number one receiver in Devontae Smith let's air that thing out a little bit Dallas Goddard at the, at the tight end position like let's air that thing out yes we thought that Nick Sirianni should be out of here. Like people, I was comparing him to like Ben McAdoo. But I don't think this is the case of Nathaniel Hackett. It's, it's bad for Denver, man. I'm not going to go as far as to say Russell Wilson is cooked. Like, I'm not going to go far left like that. But, um... Mm. He needs to... He has not been anywhere close to what I thought he would be. I'm going to admit that. He he has not been good this year. At all. He has not had a signature game. And that's the thing. Like, it'd be different if they were losing these games and it looked like this and he was throwing for... Three, four hundred yards. No, like like uh, Carson Wentz. Car- the Washington Commanders have looked terrible, but Carson Wentz be throwing three hundred and seventy, four hundred yard pass. Like he he's been doing that. Now I'm not saying that they're not bad because of him, but at least he's throwing a lot of passing yards. Russell Wilson on Thursday was twenty one for thirty nine, two hundred and seventy four yards, two interceptions. Corlin Sutton had 11 targets, five receptions for 74 yards. Now, usually I would look at that and say, what the hell was Corlin Sutton doing? But no, a lot of that was Russell Wilson. A lot of that, a lot of Jerry Judy, uh, eight eight targets, three receptions for 53 yards. A lot of that was Russell Wilson. A lot of it. K.J. Hamler, the person that should have got the ball at the end of the game. One reception for 10 yards. Which is why Cuz was pissed. 
like slamming the it I understand. It's it's not looking good in Denver, man. It's not. Mm. Let's move forward, man. But we are at week five and this is time for me to give my predictions about who I think is going to win the games. Uh at first, on Sunday, we have a 9.30 game in London. This is the first time two teams that are playing in London have winning records. That is the Giants and the Packers. I think the Packers are going to win this. Um, I just – I don't – one, I don't know how Daniel Jones is going to be, seeing as though his his whole ankle situation. And I don't even know who their backup quarterback is, seeing as though Tyrod Taylor's out with concussion protocol. I don't I don't know how he's going to be and this is a Daniel Jones who I don't even think is that good honestly. Uh they're going to rely heavily on Saquon Barkley in that running game, but the Packers defense is extremely good. Uh and I just I have Aaron Rodgers. At the end of the day, I have Aaron Rodgers even though that Packers offense, especially the the relationship between him and the receivers need to get better. Uh I have I have Aaron Rodgers and the Packers winning this one. Actually, mostly because of their defense and their run game. Um, Steelers at Buffalo. I have Buffalo. I just don't. Yes, I, I'm excited to see what Kenny Pickett looks like as the you know his first start to the NFL. But I just this defense is not that good outside of Minka Parsons because T.J. Watt's not there. The offense is not good. Um, even with Kenny Pickett, the offensive line is not good. Najee, Najee Harris hasn't really been able to break out. Uh, and I don't know if Kenny Pickett is really going to be able to get to these receivers. I have the Bills winning this. Uh, yeah. Chargers at Browns. I have the Chargers. The Browns have been playing a lot better than I thought they would with Jacoby Brissett. Uh, and I do want to see, you know, Miles, Miles Garrett comes back. From the whole car accident thing, which is crazy because the car got beat up more than Miles Garrett. But I got the Chargers. I just think the Chargers are better, even though they do look drastically different without Joey Bosa, without Rashad Slater, um, and and still banged up at multiple positions. Uh, Justin Herbert still hurt with the ribs, but I have the Chargers winning. I just trust even broken rib cartilage and all. I ha- I trust Russ, uh, Justin Herbert more than I trust. Uh, Jacoby Percet. So Jaguars at or Texans at Jaguars. I have the Jaguars. They're just a better team. Uh the Jaguars have looked good this entire year, even though the one of the biggest problems is uh what's his name? Trevor Lawrence has a fumbling problem, uh, and a turnover problem. I I just I don't think that's gonna come back. Well, it, they might get a couple turnovers, but I just think offensively, Doug Doug Peterson has this Jaguars offense humming, and they're gonna be better. So I have the Jaguars winning this game. Vikings at Bears. I mean Bears at Vikings. I'm sorry. I have the Vikings. The Vikings are a better team. The Bears are not good at all. Uh, I just saw the stat. I think that. This entire year, Justin Herbert has like 490 passing yards. This is week five. Enough said. Uh, Patriots at Lions. Or no, Lions at Patriots. Why do I keep doing that? Lions at Patriots. I have the Lions. The Lions have been offensively like a top five offensive team. They just can't really put it together, especially in the fourth quarter. And I think Bailey 
or I know they're trying to get Mac Jones to play, but I think Bailey Zappi might play, who was their third string quarterback. Uh, I have the Lions. I trust Jared Goff more than that. And this offensive, even though I don't think DeAndre Swift is going to play, and there's another person that's not playing, but I just, oh, I don't know if Amon Saint, yeah, I don't know if he's going to play either, but even still, TJ uh, Hokinson, he's going to play. Uh, Aiden Hudson on the defensive side is going to play. I, I just – Jeff Okudo is going to play at the Lions. Uh, Seahawks at Saints. This game is actually – I'm going to go with the Seahawks because I don't – we don't know if – I know the Saints defense is still the Saints defense. Uh, they're they're better than a one and three, at least their defenses. They have a top, a, a top defense in the league. It's just – you know, with no, I don't know. The Seahawks have been a lot better than I thought they would be this year. Let me first say that. And I don't think Jameis Winston's going to play. We still don't know if Michael Tom is going to play. Alvin Kamara coming back is big. Uh, I'm going to go with, I'm changing my mind. I'm going with the Saints. The Saints are at home. Alvin Kamara coming back is big, and the defense is better, even though I, that's it's still a hard pick for me because Seattle has been a lot better this year. Uh, Dolphins at Jets. I have the Dolphins. Uh, even though Teddy Bridgewater is playing, I, I just think that they're they have a, they're a better team. The defense is better. Uh, you still have Jalen Waddle in. Tyreek Hill. Now, yeah, you're not going to get those deep threats like you possibly could have with Tua, but I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is that bad of a quarterback that you can't beat the Jets. Um, even though the Jets did look good last week with Zach Wilson, I, I just have the Dolphins winning this one. Falcons at Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are going to destroy the Falcons. One, because Kyle Pitts is not playing. And even when he does play, I don't understand why the Falcons don't pass him the ball. Yes, I'm 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 speaking as a salty fantasy fantasy owner, but what are you doing, Falcons? It, the the Bucks The Bucks are gonna win this game. I I think the Bucks are gonna win this game. Titans at Commanders, Titans are gonna win the game. I don't have any faith in the commanders at this point. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't have faith in it. And the and the Titans aren't even that good of a team. They just if you can't stop anybody, how they gonna, if they had trouble stopping the run last week, what the hell are they about to do with uh, what the hell are they about to do with Derrick Henry? I have the Titans. Forty ers at Panthers. I have the Forty ers The pan. I don't. Baker Mayfield has statistically been one of the worst quarterbacks, if not the worst quarterback this year. Uh, and the 49ers defense is ferocious, as we saw against uh, the the Rams. And I, I like Jimmy G more than I like Baker Mayfield. So I have the 49ers winning that game. Eagles at Cardinals. I have Eagles winning that. The defense is a lot better than the Cardinals. There's a lot going on with the Cardinals right now. I have the Eagles winning this one. So, um, Cowboys at Rams. I have the Cowboys. I just I think their defense has been great. They've been they've had a top five defense this year. You're not asking Cooper Rush to do a lot. Uh, you're asking him to make a couple throws, and I think he's able to do that. So I have I have the 
I have the Cowboys. I just think they're gonna the, the Rams, especially their offensive line, has had a tough time protecting uh, Matthew Stafford. And outside of Cooper uh, Cooper Cup, he hasn't really gotten Allen Robinson. Nobody's really gotten off except well, not gotten. Yeah, nobody's really gotten off. So I have the Cowboys in that one. Some Sunday night football: Bengals at Ravens. I have the Ravens. I just I know this is divisional rivalry, but the Raven. Hmm. I think the Ravens, the Ravens have lost like nine straight or seven straight or something at home. I think that has to change. And a lot of those games, they've blown double-digit leads. I think that uh, the the ending of that of that uh, Bills game really left a sour taste in their mouth, and, and I think that they're going to come extra motivated, especially seeing as though it's, it's a divisional rival in the Bengals. So I have the Ravens winning that one. And Monday Night Football – Raiders at Chiefs. Chiefs are going to destroy the Raiders, bro. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry, man. That defense, the Raiders' defense is not good. Uh, now I know the Chiefs' defense is not good, but I, I, no, I don't think I don't see this as a shootout. I got the Chiefs winning that one. So those are my picks for Week Five. Um, let's move forward. Let's talk about the let's 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 talk about this briefly. Um, so the, we, there was, there was a report that Draymond Green got into a physical or physically struck. That's what it was physically struck Jordan Poole at practice. Uh, you know, the team is gonna, the team is going to, uh, was going to investigate it and going to hand down the discipline and this and the third, the very next day, (laughs) That Friday, yesterday, the video leaked. First and foremost, every single person on that video staff probably will be getting out of here. Unless they actually find out who did it, every single person that video and the video production team is getting fired. If If I'm the owner, every single person on that staff, on the video staff, if... If we don't find out, if they don't find out who did it, every single person on that video production staff is getting up out of here. Ain't no way that you're gonna leak practice to the practice video to TMZ, especially that video. Now let's let's uh, let's talk about the elephant in the room, and of course, that is the punch. I'm not going to sit here. I don't know what was said. We didn't see no audio. But I saw the video. Which makes this 10 times worse. 10 times worse because now we just saw, you know, he struck him. It could have been a light. Eh. It could have been a light, like, you know, mush in the face or whatever. No. <laughs> Draymond punched that man like his, like, like Jordan Poole disrespect his his ancestors or something. He punched that man like he got melatonin in his in his in his hand in his fists. And and what makes it worse is the public opinion. Now I wonder because they were saying that it's unlikely that he gets suspended. Now I wonder how much of public opinion really 
will 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 play a part in this because that video ain't look good in the slightest. And yes, there are fights in practice. I again, I never played in the NBA. I never played professional, but I did play college. There were multiple fights in in practice. And of course, at the end of the day, we came back together. And uh, we came back together and played, you know. But that was like a sucker punch, bro. And when I tell you, the relationship between Jordan Poole and, and, and Draymond Green will never be the same. I'm not saying they can't play together. I'm not saying that, you know, this is going to derail Golden State season. But I promise you. Hell, you even saw. Now, it never got to this, at least we don't think, between Draymond Green and KD. But we saw the big blowout that happened publicly. And KD even said after the whole decision to go to Brooklyn that that, that situation, that encounter played a huge part in him deciding to go to Brooklyn. Now, I'm not here saying that Jordan Poole is going to ultimately up and dip, but the relationship between Jordan Poole and Draymond Green will never be the same. They can coexist, but it will never be the same. After watching that video, and I'm not even trying to be funny, like it will never be the same. When you hit somebody with the with the force that you hit that man with, now, people say Jordan Poole pushed him. Yeah, because you got chest to chest. You got up in my face. Get, get up off me, bro. I'm going to push him too. Now, I will say, and I do agree with Shannon Sharp to an extent, once you push him, you have to you have to be prepared for what's going to happen next. Even though I understand Jordan Poole's thinking too. It's like, yo, we're at, we're at work or we're, we're hooping. We're on the team. We're in practice. Ain't nothing finna pop off here. Draymond Green clearly has something different. Now, again, I don't know what was said. But I do know what that, I do, we do, we all saw the video. And it was not good. So I wonder what's going to happen next um, as far as what's Golden State going to do. Because, again, they initially said that they're not going to suspend them. But the public out, you know, once the public gets a hold of it and Twitter was going crazy. Like I, I wonder what's going to happen there. But... They're gonna move forward as far as they're gonna they're gonna still play on the team. You know, they're 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 gonna their their ultimate goal is to win another championship. They're gonna try to do that. But I promise you, I promise you, if anybody hits me like that, the relationship's never gonna be the same. And I'm I'm almost sure the relationship between Jordan Poole and Draymond Green is never gonna be the same. Not saying that, you know, Jordan Poole's gonna up and leave or or, you know, Golden State should trade. I'm not saying all that, but when you hit somebody like that, nah. Relationship over with. Never going to be the same. Promise you that. Uh, but let's move forward. Next year, or this this upcoming NBA season, we're going to see something that we have never seen before. There will be no in-between basketball. Because of this man right here, Victor, I know I'm going to say your name wrong, so I'm going to just say it once. I'm going to call him Victor. His last name is Wimban Yamaya. I know I said that wrong. I apologize, so I'm just going to stick to Victor. We are not going to see, for the first time I think ever, we're not going to see in between basketball. And what do I mean by that? You're only going to get, there's only going to be two extremes. 
there's going to be teams that are good enough to win a championship that's going all in to win a championship. You know, the Golden States, the 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 Clippers, the you know, the top teams in the league, the Bucks, the Celtics, they're going to go all in to win a championship. Then you're going to have everyone else that tanks. That's it. You're going to see two completely different brands of basketball on any given night. You're either going to see some incredible basketball or you're going to see some terrible basketball because this Victor kid is – when they're saying, you know, because they always say, oh, he's the best prospect. I remember when they were talking about um, Michael Porter Jr. And they always said, oh, that's the best prospect since LeBron. Or when they were talking about Zion, that's the best prospect since LeBron. Bro. Now, I'm not saying that Victor currently is better than, you know, Zion or, or Michael Porter Jr. or anybody. But this kid right here, this guy right here. Being seven two seven, he can't be seven two. He has to be like seven four because he stood next to uh, Rudy Gobert, who was seven two, and made that man look like a child. Being seven four, handles like that, being able to shoot because his length defensively, he's good at he's good at uh, protecting the rim. When they said that this kid is going is is the best prospect since LeBron, I respect it and you know how i know i respect it because of everything that you're seeing going on with the jazz every they have committed to not winning a game and it's because of this kid that man is different and if you want to critique him he is a little skinny now he's bigger than chet holmgren but he's a little skinny so i do want to see how he fares against uh, you know some of bigger, bigger defenders and bigger players like a Zion, like a like a LeBron, like you know Joel Embiid and stuff. But with his handle, his shot, shot making ability, you, teams. I know they came out and said, you know, Adam Silver said, you know, he hopes that, and he doesn't plan for anybody to tank for this kid, Victor. Yeah, bro, I know you're just saying that, but that's, no. There's no way that you can watch what we watch. And you know what's crazy? Scott, um, Scott Henderson, any other year would be a clear-cut number one overall pick. But this kid is different. And he, you're going to see two completely different, because everyone that thinks they have a shot at him is going to try to get him. Meaning there's no there's not gonna be in between basketball. Now yeah, teams are going to end up in the in between, you know, but they're going to try their darndest to get this player. If they if they look up close to all star break and they're nowhere close to playoffs or they're nowhere close to being a good team, yeah, it's over with. Shut 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 stuff down. Like you're you're gonna see people get unsuspected injuries and, and out for weeks. Like it's it's happening. This kid is different. This this kid is arguably when I, I always always look at people crazy when they say like oh he he has it. They they came out and said one time. I remember cuz I was like what? They said that Markel Fultz has an opportunity to be the best point guard 
not only in the league, but one of the greatest point guards ever. Now, I love Markel Fultz because he's from the crib. But what? So when I hear people say that about players, especially coming in, I'm like, okay, okay. But when I heard Adrian Wojnarowski and a, and a bunch of people say that he has the talent and the skills to be one of the greatest basketball players ever, not the greatest, clearly, but one of the greatest, I agree. Now, I could be wrong. You don't know what injuries can happen. Knock on wood. I hope he, I, I don't wish injury upon anybody. But this kid is different. People, you know, he's a creative player. Uh, he is, he is different, bro. I can't imagine, man. Now again, I do want to see how he fares against bigger opponents um, and and more and stronger opponents. But you know, he has a better handle and a better shot than Joel Embiid. He has a better handle and of and taller than Zion. So we can send that shot. Like it's I'm ex- I'm excited to see this kid in action. So like I said, we're going to see either really bad basketball or really good basketball. There's going to be no in between because teams that are, you're already good enough to know, you're not going to get this kid. Like, you know it. So they're going to shoot for – they're shooting for a championship. Like I said, the, the Bostons, the Milwaukee's, uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, uh, Phoenix, Philly, Phoenix, Golden State, you, you're you're going to see them shoot for the star. They're shooting for a championship because they know they have, absol- they, have the, they have too much talent to get this kid. But then you have the Sacramento Kings, you have the Washington Wizards. Hell, you have the you have the Knicks. You you have teams like that that well, shoot. We have really no shot in the playoffs. So let's start to shut this jump down. Watch. Watch. You're going to see a I'm going to call it Bradley Bill now. Bradley Bill is going to have a uh, a surprise injury that's going to force him to miss most of the season. I and I'm not I'm not wishing like a, a serious injury, but he's going to have you know, leg tightness or something, and boom, out out for a couple weeks. Like, what? Watch. Watch. Let's move forward. Um, I think I wanted to shine light on the NWSL report that came out, I think, last week. Uh, it was mapping out that there was a lot of coaches and a lot of staff in the entire NWSL for people that don't know National Women's Soccer League that was accused and and actually proven to have been sexually, emotionally, physically abusive to a lot of these women uh that played uh that play for the league I don't understand why it's so hard for people to be decent. I'm not saying you have to go above and beyond, but to be decent people. There are, it's clear that there are people that think less than of women. That's clear. Like you, I know. But you can think less of a person or less. You can think that you're more than a person or you can think that you're greater than X person. But that doesn't mean that you have to treat them some like treat them crazy. I'm tired of hearing these stories about these women leagues that have to go through 
abused sexually. Hell, we we heard about that with the with the Olympic uh, Olympic gymnastics team. These are kids. I don't care if the NWSL makes zero dollars. No one should ever have to go to the workplace because that's what it is—the workplace—and have to deal with abuse, sexual abuse, mental abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse. No one should ever have to do that. And for the people that say, "Well, why didn't they say speak up easy earlier?" My G, these are a lot of women's livelihood. Hell, it kind of goes back to, for instance, and this is a lesser. A lesser example, but it still applies. Why do you think a lot of people didn't speak up with the Colin Colin Kaepernick situation? Because they understand that their jobs can be at jeopardy and they have a family to feed. They have lives that they have to live. Why do you think a lot of people didn't speak up um, with the whole... Hell... We still haven't heard a lot of people speak up about the Robert Sarver situation. Why do you think that is? So don't it's 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 so unfair to put it on on the players to have to speak up because they're the ones that get affected the most. Even if nothing happens to these owners, they can just get them out of there like that and all these owners talk they may never get another shot so i understand why to be why you why you don't say anything man but it's so disheartening to under to see that women time in and time out have to go through shit like this because quiet as is kept women's soccer has been 10 times better than men's soccer in my lifetime and i am 28 years old there has not been a year where I remember that I remember that women's soccer has not been better than men's soccer. In fact, I can rattle off 10 to 15, and I don't even watch soccer. I can rattle off 10 to 15 women USA players before I can rattle off five men players. In fact, Tim Howard, Landon Donovan, Christian Puy, or is it Christian Puy? That's it. Or Altuve. Altuve. I th- no, he's a baseball player. No. It's. You don't have to like something. There's a lot of people at my job I can't stand. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to go out of my way to 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 treat them less than me. I'm not going to go to my way to abuse them, especially if they're women. Women already have enough stuff to deal with in life. Pregnancy, pay gap, discrimination. I can't imagine, bro, being in an organization that gives you the best opportunity to feed your family and doing what you love to do. And having to deal with abuse time in and time out. We need to get it together, bro. And I'm not just talking about men. Anybody. A woman can abuse a woman. Like, I don't care if you don't like somebody. Hell, again, there's people at my job I cannot stand. 
but I will never go out of my way to treat them. I, I'm going to respect them the way I have to respect them. We work together. It's cool. Keep moving. By the t when I leave the when I leave work, I don't n have to think about you. I don't have to talk to you. And when I'm at work, we just work together. That's it. I'm not going to I'm not going to mess with you cuz that affects me. We just work together. Keep it moving. Boom. What why are you abusing women? Cuz it's easy. That's it. Because it's easy to do. Because you know that the ramifications really ain't going to be there because they're women. Which is which is crazy as hell. Get that shit, man. We got to, man. We just got to be better, bro. Again, these are some of the best af... Forget the athletes. These are, these are people. These are people. Let's move forward. And lastly, before we go, man... The MLB playoffs have started. The wild card looks like the Tampa Bay Rays, um, the Cleveland Indian or Cleveland Guardians, I'm sorry, Seattle Mariners, which made the playoffs first time since like the 80s, uh, the Toronto Blue Jays, the Cardinals, which ain't made it in a brick, the Philadelphia Flyers, the Def or Philadelphia, um, the Philadelphia who ain't made it in a brick, uh, the New York Mets that are on a downfall right now in the Padres. To me, I think it's a two. I think it's a two-team race. Um, and when I say two-team race, I think that it's either going to be the Braves or the Dodgers. I know the Dodgers had like one of the greatest uh, playoff or greatest regular season. I think they won like a one eleven or one hundred and twelve games or something like that. But the Braves have been great this year. The Dodgers have been great. Yes, I know the Yankees have been good, but as we saw, the Yankees can kind of sputter. And the Houston is a good team as well, but I just think with the pitching and the in the in the bullpen, it's either going to be Dodgers or at Braves. I'm going to go out and say the Dodgers. I don't know the last team that went back to back. And seeing as though Freddie Freeman, who was a big part of the Braves last year, were winning. Uh, is now on the Dodgers. Bada bing, bada boom. Um, but that's my prediction. We'll talk about it once it moves forward. So, And there you have it. That's been today's episode of the Unpopular Podcast. I appreciate you guys. If you want a popular podcast shirt, hoodie, sweater, long sleeve joggers, the link is in the description below. Add multiple different colors, multiple different designs. Get your Unpopular Podcast merch today. Also, Please subscribe to every listening. Please subscribe to every watching. I'm trying to get the algorithms going, and I need you guys' help. Please share. Please like. Please comment. Uh, and, get, and so we can get more people to get on this popular podcast train. Uh, and until next time, much love. I'm only who I am today because my bro for real And they say time heal your grief for why I'm hurting still I see my mama stress all day how we gon' pay the bills It's only cold water in the sinks, I couldn't take no bath You ever had to boil some water just to wash your back? My family leaning all on me, but I don't sip no act I'm out here taking care of nine lives like I'm a fucking cat But for my family, that's alright, I'm doing anything It's to the point where I feel bad for buying any bling I just got rich, so I'm a sucker for the finer things this product shirt and my new kicks with these designer jeans Is it weird that I miss a struggle? 
Cause when you get the win, it's like the feeling double And it's more appreciated to the feeling crumble But I've been winning way too much, so now the feeling subtle So every time I lose once, I gotta win a couple I stay a step ahead I'll be busy, don't judge me if you get left on red They say the bike ride to the top is not accepting pigs So if you can't ride with me, I hope you understand These niggas thinking I ain't street, but they don't know for real I'm only who I am today because my bro for real And they say time heal your grief for why I'm hurting still I see my mama stress all day how we gon' pay the bills It's only cold water in the sinks, I couldn't take no bath You ever had to boil some water just to wash your back? My family leaning all on me, but I don't sip no act I'm out here taking care of nine lives like I'm a fucking cat 2019, I was on perky pills All that pain I was feeling, I ain't wanna feel Taking care of everybody, how I was supposed to heal I was more with peace before I even signed the deal Lost some niggas in the field, hope they get appeals Lost, you know it hurt my soul, shit ain't feel real Life was coming at me fast, Jesus, take the wheel No power steering in my life, the wrong road kills Pray for me, I need a shoulder to lean on Music therapy, I get in the booth, I just sing on If you feelin' what I'm feeling, you welcome to sing along Nobody there for me, but they call on me like ringtone These niggas thinkin' I ain't street, but they don't know for real I'm only who I am today because my bro for real And they say time heal your grief for why I'm hurting still I see my mama stress all day how we gon' pay the bills It's only cold water in the sinks, I couldn't take no bath You ever had to boil some water just to wash your back? My family leaning all on me, but I don't sip no act I'm out here taking care of nine lives like I'm a fucking cat It's just like lately I've been turning up Was in the trenches daily, faded, steady burning up I never thought that we would make it and that hurt was stuck But still grinding every day like I ain't earn enough Like I ain't earn enough And I still keep the steel Really still on 10, you better not question if I'm street for real Little bro gon' let it blow, know how we stepping, that's the easy kill Phone them spinning blocks, they love them glocks, they say we need to chill It's like they need to drill Wonder what I steal a lot of money if I ain't high fame Say she love me, don't know her first or her last name I barely made it out, this just how far my past came That Richard Millie on my wrist, now These look at time shame street, but they don't know for real I'm only who I am today because my bro for real And they say time heal your grief for why I'm hurting still I see my mama stress all day how we gon' pay the bills It's only cold water in the sinks, I couldn't take no bath You ever had to boil some water just to wash your back? My family leaning all over me, but I don't sip no act I'm out here taking care of nine lives like I'm a fucking cat